All right, a, a little to the left. Mm-hmm. No, take it back to the right. That's too far. Five minutes. Five now, minutes. Well, don't you want it to look good, dude? I can't see it. Okay, now just now just go forward a half a half inch. You know I work in centimeters. Come on. Three centimeters. All right. How's that? Give me three more. All right. That's good. Right there. Okay. Well, All right. Now, now come back and look at it. Oh, my. You got the lighting just right. It's beautiful. Right? It's beautiful. I think it is. Good touch on the Christmas lights to put in there and light it all up for the helmet. I like that. People... People are going to come in and they are going to fucking, they're going to say, is this the real dynamo? That's how good it looks. They're going to bring their movies in to get signed. Mm-hmm. And they're going to realize that tragically he didn't live very long. So rest, yeah, but, rest in peace. Well, what would you rather have though? That knowledge or just a taste of thinking he's still around and he's in the store? You know. I mean. We're keeping the memory alive, dude. He he lived that Kurt Cobain life, you know. Mm-hmm. It's better to burn out than fade away. Yeah. So, I think we I think we did a good thing here. It's, it is the best thing we've ever done in this store, hands down. Should I dim the lights like in the back? Yeah, take them down, dude. Okay. How's that? It's beautiful. This is a goddamn travesty. Oh, shit. Is that that wrestler guy? This is embarrassing. I feel bad for you. For what? Thinking Dynamo is worthy of a cardboard cutout. Oh, my God, dude. This looks great. You, uh, as soon as look at these something... tiny little legs. How is this standing up? His legs are, well, he's got that little car to take him around when his legs get tired. This is bullshit. Everybody knows Captain Freedom is the best stalker. Captain Freedom? Weren't you wearing, like, cheese graters the entire time? Listen. Fucking fender on your arm. I didn't want to do that. Well, it happened. We seen it. Yeah, Yeah. you seen me defeat Ben Richards. That's right. Not Dynamo. Fake media, bro. Yeah, wasn't that like a whole faked thing? You didn't even fight him. No, the moon landing was deep faked. Not my victory over Ben Richards. No, you guys, you definitely faked it because he went. You haven't even seen the movie or else you know that Dynamo is a rapist. Let Let me go get the movie for him so he can rent it. Hey, man, you keep. You fucking keep Dynamo's name out of your mouth. I can't you rent me? no movie. A, I ain't got power. I ain't got power south of the border in my compound. Well, good. Wait, you you don't, don't deserve that shit, dude. You don't live in America? What? I live in northern America, but south of the border. I stay away from Canada? Joe Biden. I stay Yo, away what? from... What the fuck is he talking about? What are you talking about? You live... North of America? I live in North. Wow. I guess I'm here to give a goddamn geography lesson. Speaking in riddles, dude. I live in North America, but south of the border. 
Oh, I, th- I thought you said North of no, America. No, that's just my Minnesota. <laughs> sure, sure. Just so everyone's clear, name the country I fucking live in. The country? The United States. <laughs> We're in it right now. I, I'm i standing here, but where do I live? We don't know you, that. South you of the border? Said, you said name the country. That I live in. America. U-S-A. That's how you spell it. What I'm are you, so glad I left this fucking place. Why did you... Why are you here it, anyway? It's like you're berating us about geography and not telling us anything at the same time. I think... I think you'll find I've been quite clear. Oh, uh, looks like you have a late fee on Suburban Commando as well. Mm. Yeah, I shot that. I will charge you for that. That's fine. Also, charge my non-existent credit card. Did you say that your uh, bungalow didn't have electricity? That's right. You know, I feel like I don't. All the more reason to like Dynamo. He could fix that place up in no time. Get you running, running on the grid again. Dynamo. uh, He would be shot in any combat situation. Lighting up like that, giving away enemy position. That's a whole different action movie, dude. Yeah. I don't think anybody in Running Man had a gun, so. That's right. There's no honor in a pistol. All right. uh, But you want to know who's got two guns? Look at these 36-inch pythons. Oh, it's uh, Doc Holliday from Tombstone again. (laughs) He He famously has two guns. I will not be your Huckleberry. Listen. It's making me want to drink myself to death. Just I may not have power south of the border, but I've got a VHS player in my panel van, and I need to stay awake. Let's rent. Why don't you rent something? Listen, I'm going to take it, but it won't be coming back. That's fine. We'll charge you on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe give me a movie that's kind of forgettable, but simultaneously weird hey i just want to say after you get the movie that dan hands you i walk out of the store and don't even look at that fucking cut cut out on the way out okay it's i'm gonna i'm gonna close don't right even... it right now watch this and now i'm gonna suplex it into this hole it's a literal we've been setting it up all morning you're gonna hurt yourself jesse um anyway once you're done help cleaning up, here is your copy of, uh, of, this hole. of Drive from 1997 on this week's episode of the Five Day Reynolds podcast. I'm going to go fill that hole in. <laughs> Bury him alive. I don't like that guy. I never, I didn't hear you or see anything. I'm going to need some lotion down here. <laughs> Put it in the basket. We're not giving them lotion, dude. Fuck that. Welcome 
back, everybody. You're listening to the Five Day Rentals Podcast. We are the video store podcast where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre category. This round's category is High Octane Pulse Pounding Thrill Ride. And this week's pick is Drive from 1997, directed by Stephen Wang. I'll be taking the um, the throne here tonight and walking us through this uh, tornado of fists and fury. And as always, I'm joined by my two beautiful co-hosts, beautiful and smart, good-looking, intelligent co-hosts, Cron Howard and Bones. Hello. Oh, you said my name first, so I guess we know the ranking of those things. I know you'd like that, Karan. How we how we feel in the night, guys? I'm feeling handsome and smart. Thank you. Oh. Bones? I mean, I, I just thought you were just, you know, switching the order up. I didn't realize that there was a ranking. I mean, if we had a bigger fan base, we could go back and count, like, or they could, to see who was mentioned first the most. And I guess that vote could be tallied. I wouldn't. It'd be it. me, but, you know. Yeah. Probably. Listen, I'm already a little sensitive. We got ourselves a two-star review. Thank you, folks. I, do, I don't know how to deal with it. I'm sure it was aimed directly at me. It certainly Did you wasn't anybody a, else. Wasn't it, today? Kron? Every Kron's everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. And Dan, the lovable Dan, the, the last few episodes, boy. you've gotten a lot of high praise. I mean, I'm just here. I'm everybody's favorite Midwestern idiot. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it was a uh, that actor whose name you fucked up on. Uh, Nemesis? <laughs> yeah, Nemesis. Yeah. He heard it. I could not pissed. have been more uh, humble in my correction of it. It doesn't matter to some people, you know? That's true. It was a good, was a good correction, I will say that. Okay. It came in, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. So it's good editing on. I try to edit with style, man. Yeah, it was. You know, I thought it was good. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm like, "There's an ample opportunity to add a little bit of piano here." And in the case of this correction, I added some acoustic jazz fusion. Very nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Very smooth. Really wasn't a fusion, though. It was more of a. We don't have to get technical here. I didn't make the tagline on the sound effect thing. I just. It's more like a bossa nova than a fusion. Well, one yeah, one was like a rockabilly tune. It was acoustic mm-hmm. rockabilly. Karan, you take that up with GarageBand, not the Five Day Rentals podcast, okay? No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave a two star review because <laughs> I don't like that guitar tag. Bones is playing the guitar. I can play guitar. I, you guys know that. I didn't I've mind sent you guys some songs. I didn't mind the guitar playing. I minded how it was labeled. Oh, okay. What, whatever happened to our uh, predictability? No, our souls. Um, our podcast. 
no, that's that podcast where you're supposed to go up against other podcasts and like make memes and shit. Hey, literally tomorrow at the time of this record, uh, the, the the brackets will be announced. Okay. Um, oh shit. Uh, I think that damn pod is hosting a yeah. uh, indie podcast competition. Um, and and we joined. Who knows? By the time you actually hear this, we might have been eliminated in the first round. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to win it, it, guys. Yeah, we'll see. What, but once that posts, I'll uh, I'll have some stuff on Twitter asking for some votes and some assistance there. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. That's at uh, Five Dave Reynolds Pod. Uh, we're right there. Check out our letterboxed and uh, we'll be posting a uh, letterboxed HQ story a little later this month explaining some things. Uh, so we'll go are we, there. Are, are we still on HQ? I mean, we'll talk off pod. Uh, okay. <laughs> Should have covered this in the business section of before we started recording this beautiful show. Anyway, tonight we're here for um, Drive from 1997, gentlemen. It's not the one with... Um, and a real hero, real human being. You keep me under your spell, you keep me under your spell, keep me under your spell. Um. No, wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the head bob dance. I'm giving you a night call. Tell you how I feel. Dude, it's Kavinsky. <laughs> Hell yeah. I thought that was Charles Bukowski for a second. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> That's where he it's got his... Jazz cat. It's Jazz Cat Kavinsky here. I'm a fusion bossa nova robot. <laughs> fusion? Yep. Kron doesn't like that term. You better be careful. Kron didn't like the way you used it. He's fine with the label existing, but he doesn't like your usage of it. Well, thanks for stopping by. I know you've got other night calls to do. Yeah, I gotta go do night call robot shit. Skitty bop, boot up, boop. Folks, we're only 15 minutes in. Um, there you have it, Karan. You missed a special guest there. <laughs> I'm all choked up. Karan, make sure you're done coughing before you come back in the room. You know how much I love Kavinsky, yeah. so missing him like It's such that. a bummer that the people we like are always the ones that show up when said person leaves. Mm-hmm. Drive 1997. Uh, this won't be drive. confusing for anybody. <clears throat> no, it's um, it's frankly a better movie. Um, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, gentlemen, first watches all around, right? It's an absolute shame. I mean, this was right over the plate for 1997 Bones. Where? How did it get through? Yeah. Only thing I can think is this probably would have been out on VHS 98, 99-ish. I mean, did this hit a theater? Direct-to-video, sir. Yeah. Okay. So that's 
That makes sense because I was like, I don't even remember hearing about this movie. I was reading a thing today that said something about an HBO version, but it might have just been the guy just being a smart ass, maybe. I didn't recognize the cover at all. Like, I was like, I've never seen this. There were even two covers. I almost sent you guys one because it does not look like Kadeem is on the cover. Kadeem's hair is like really short. Yeah. Yeah. He looks more like Billy Blanks in the promo for it. Yeah. But yeah, are we, do we want to share some first thoughts or, or what? Yeah. What are they watching on TV? Cause I want to watch it too. Oh. That weird frog thing. Uh, Walter, the Einstein frog. Mm-hmm. That is He's really a smart one. frog. Smart frog. Yeah. Yeah. I Googled it a little bit. I mean, I got to that, to that name, Walter, the Einstein frog, but I was like, is this a movie? We should watch this movie at some point. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd have some love for that TV show on there. Mm-hmm. And as Cron Howard would say, he'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar, dude. Um, yeah, guys, like I said, this one slipped through the cracks with me as well. I don't, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I don't ever remember seeing this even at the video store. So, where did you come across <clears throat> this? Did, was it just on some lists or? I was checking out some lists, and I, whenever, you, like I said, when you came up with the category, I had a few in mind that I was like, all right, and then this one popped up a few times, and then you see the cover on Letterboxd, and you're like, that looks like a total hunk of junk, but I clicked on it and kind of read a little bit, and I was like, yeah, it's on Tubi, I'll check it out, and yeah, before I knew it, it was over with, and I was like, fuck all right i was like well we're doing drive what i didn't look up was when did rush hour come out the next year 1998 okay yeah so that so this is before rush hour you think they directly lifted oh yeah definitely this is the time though 1997 is prime jackie chang chan going in (laughs) He corrected like, it. You can't laugh. VHS. Yes. Like Rumble in the Bronx, Mr. Nice Guy, First Strike. Like I was renting that shit constantly. So I think maybe that's how it got kind of mushed in there. Yeah. I think my favorite Jackie Chan while we're on the subject is... Uh, you might not want to expose this information. Oh, Okay. Good call. Never mind. I've never seen Never Tabled for new business. Gotta keep the show going somehow. Jackie's got (laughs) that weird thing where he has like 10 franchises, but the movies are all named different fucking things. Like, Jackie Chan's first strike is, I think, a police story movie. Like, he's playing the same character. Or like Super Cop is a police, or like yeah, those I are connected, and I, then Operation Condor is like a sequel to another one. Honestly, I did look at Police Story for this uh, for this category. Is that First Strike? I'm not sure about all okay. that. I think 
I think Police Story became Super Cop. That sounded more familiar police than story First became Strike. Super Cop. Okay, so people are fucking yelling at their phone right now. So sorry. I just I know them. I don't know them well enough to connect them. Just add us, bro. We're on yeah. Twitters. Give us another two star. Give rating. us a two star for our like shitty it. Jackie Jackie Chang knowledge. <laughs> But all right, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, Karan, did you have anything we said? I already said that cool thing about the frog on TV, dude. Okay. Yeah, right. it was so cool you forgot it. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan, I, th- there's some things in this movie that I'm going to – I'm just going to – I think it's cheating. I think it's absolute cheating that you were able to watch this and find this and pick it for the fucking show. So. How did I cheat? We'll see. We'll see. Do you guys ever have a moment in a movie where you're like, that's the five day rentals moment? Like, you know, all right, this is the one. Yeah, and it happens in this movie at about three minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, When Kid Rock shows up? There you go. Uh, Well, that. I have a different. A little further in. Okay. I think for me. But that, that was an added plus. And we don't support <clears throat> Kid Rock on the Five Day Rolls podcast. He can go fuck himself to death. I had him as a Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah, I could see that as well. I mean, where where they end up at in this movie, like where the last 30 minutes take place. Yeah, is. it's another dynamo situation of like, this guy's kind of, oh no. Oh, oh, oh man. I meant I meant the actual location where the last third of this movie oh, occurs. Oh. The Apollo fourteen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a fake moon landing. Um, I will say this, Dan. Uh, as of this record, shit is available on Tubi. Check it out, folks. This is definitely one that I would say, regardless of what we rate it, you should watch it. So if mm-hmm. you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it and then come back and, and listen. I'm fine with that. And it goes by, like I said, good time. I did well, not right. get a single Tubi ad. It's like they forgot to connect them to this movie. Yeah, well, I got a few. Like, nobody's they've watching done this it, one. They've done it a few times on some of the movies I watch. I'm like, oh, shit, I never got an ad. Hell yeah. They'll, they'll I, think I, got ad, I think I had ads on this one, so. I think I only had like three. Yeah, it didn't seem like a very many, but I remember an ad break like in there somewhere. Maybe it's a Nashville thing because they just assume you've got money. <laughs> this is assume you're watching a direct-to-video action movie from 1997. Yeah. they At St. Louis, they're like, well, the computer's saying that this meth head just left the TV on. Fill it with that. Was it your like fourth to be film of the day? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, folks, ads is something we're not going to harass you with because absolutely none of them are uh, interested in doing this podcast. So without further ado, like I said, Bones just said Tubi is where you can find this. Check it out. It's directed by Stephen Wang. Um, 
drive 1997 boys we open up with some rock music yeah we pan over to a cargo ship that's being loaded we have some flyover shots of uh all the goons that are involved here for the cargo ship uh, we kind of fade into the cargo ship spin around a little we meet our main character toby he's hiding within the cargo and i just want to say up top guys that um I'm going to say goons a lot. This is a primetime goon movie. Yep. Um, yeah. A lot of goons. Just ha- That's the way we do it here. That's um, got to be a shirt, right? Yeah. Primetime goon movie? No, just goons. Or just a lot of goons. Goo. Who, who, where are your goons at? Yeah. Our, let's see. Well, it's like Tool, you know. Got goons. They wanted their. They wanted people to wear a T-shirt that said "Tool." We should just make a T-shirt that says "Goon." Yeah, yeah. It gets you in any club. And then it's got some cool like a uh, tie-dye eyeballs on the back of it. Yeah. It's cool dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will also say that uh, I am not going to do justice to any of the choreographed fight scenes that happen throughout this film so please check it out with your own eyes i thought i thought the videos that you sent us this morning were pretty good though i tried yeah i tried ripping my pants a couple times but you should have just set the camera down though i mean i at least you held the the camera or you had it in selfie mode but like the really yeah i couldn't couldn't really see what you were hitting i just saw your face getting red yeah i gotta buy a new ceiling fan too i uh i came this is a true story i came out of the shower one time uh with a towel around my waist you know how you do um started is this a helicopter story uh i started to do a helicopter but i whipped off the blanket and started kind of doing like a (laughs) matador thing uh in front of my wife She's just my girlfriend at the time, and uh, was, in, was she charging at it? Yeah, she was. She was coming at me. Um, you, I mean, you I, do have. I came out of the very bar. red pubic hair. I was ripped. Yeah, I'm all red. I got water beaten off my tattooed body. I look great. So as a joke, I'm like, ha, yeah, come here. Well, I whip the fucking uh, towel up and just fucking devastated a ceiling fan. I shit you not. <laughs> I did have to go to Home Depot the other day. Or the next day. I think I ended up having to replace like all five of the, the blades day. because you could This couldn't. happened last night. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. so all you've been doing. Today. That's why the camera's turned this way. You can't see the the missing blades. Yeah, true story. If she listens, she'll be like, oh my God, I forgot about that. So it was on, like actually going? I don't, think it, I don't think it was going. I just think I whipped it up. And the corner of the towel went up over the fan blade. And then when I pulled it down, I just okay. ripped that off. <laughs> and you know how the bottom of a, on some of the fans will have that like weird wicker netting? Mm-hmm. Like the the wood of the thing broke, but that was like keeping the fan blade up. <laughs> so. It's going to be hot tonight, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally worth it. I'm glad I told that story. We know what's going on in your bedroom. 
I mean, that's pretty impressive if it wasn't even spinning to <laughs> rip a blade off. Yeah, I figured it was at least going pretty good, and it just got caught up in there. I, I mean, I'm tall enough. I mean, I could probably have just punched it. He he probably embellished a little, damn. I bet it was on. I think it fully came out at the ceiling. You guys doubt my strength. I just gave you props. Constantly. Yeah, Dan did technically say you probably pulled the entire thing out of the ceiling. That's true. That would be even stronger. So. That's true. We really do got to film my um, survival <laughs> video this summer. Mm-hmm. We'll find an abandoned fucking meth house and let's just rent an Airbnb and then just pay the security, like not get the security deposit back. <laughs> well, Steve paid for the last one. Or the next one, we'll do it there. Yeah, look out, Steve. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Why do you guys all these I mean, hammers his, and shit? It's his credit card, so. You guys got a lot of duct tape. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, Toby, he's hiding within the cargo. He's sneaking around here, trying not to be seen by some of these goons. We cut to uh, one of our heels here, Vic. He's arriving with uh, his goons. Uh, he's got a great look going on, guys. He's got the mustache going. He's got the duster, the hat. Uh, he talks with Mr. Chow. He's one of the... Yeah. Do you guys think you could pull off those uh, tiny round glasses? No. I think I had some at one point. I'd have to find that picture. I feel like I've been seeing them in movies a lot lately, and I'm like, <clears throat> I don't think I could do it. Absolutely not. I mean, my eyebrows are way too thick for that. But Yeah, you'd get like a Groucho Marx mm-hmm. thing. But I think either of you could maybe pull off those tiny little round sunglasses. No. No, no, no. I mean, Kron, they're they just would. a few Amazon clicks away. You know how, uh, remember when Batista pulls off those little glasses in uh, 2049? 2048, you mean? Do you want to correct yourself? <laughs> 2048 starring Jackie Chang. <laughs> And barista. Hey, that's what regular sunglasses look like on me. I have to order fucking 70s porno sunglasses mm-hmm. to fit on my head. So those little ones, I appreciate you trying to, I, I guess it was a compliment that I could pull it off, but and I have. Well, I think, I think the little ones are a deliberate, like, I am wearing glasses that are too small for my face. Right, and what I'm trying to say is that it would go one level lower. <laughs> like, it, it, hey. it would be, oh, they're small, and now it's just comically small. Won't believe it till I see it. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Just try them on. Go to your, come on, Let dude. me Go to your local uh, let, sunglass hut. And okay, at the break, <laughs> take the photo. I will unroll a paper clip and put it up here, and that's what it would look like. <laughs> all right, we got Vic here. He's pulling off the look, okay? He's got it, guys. He's uh, He's got it going on. Uh, he's talking to Mr. Chow. We got a problem with a stowaway. We cut to Toby. He super jumps onto a piece of cargo that's being lifted uh, outside of the ship. Uh, at, as he's on this net, his foot slips, and one of the goons that's lifting it up sees him and kind of starts yelling. So he gets the attention of all the other goons on the ship, and they all start to circle Toby. We cut back to Vic. Vic. 
And Mr. Chow, they hear the commotion going on, so they run onto the ship. They got their weapons drawn, and they're ready to go. We got all these goons. They're surrounded the crate. Toby's on top of this crate now. Uh, He jumps down and starts talking with Mr. Chow. They are talking in a native language. Uh, I believe it's Chinese, because they're from Hong Kong. And... uh, we don't really get subtitles there, so we don't know what the fuck they're saying. But yeah, that, uh, it's it's one of those scenes where it goes on just long enough where it's like, should this bit have had subtitles yeah. on it? Yeah, I don't know. There's a few parts that's even in the subtitles it says like unaudible. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, yeah, but maybe maybe it's one of those things where it's like the subtitles were, you know supposed to be burned into the video file and they weren't so yeah whenever they had the closed captioning done somebody was like i don't know what the fuck they're saying <laughs> just leave a blank they won't notice mm-hmm. you don't need it nah not no. really all right we get uh toby he's talking to one of the the goons here he's got some scars all over his face uh and they start to fire at toby's well, they start to fire at the ground, which is kind of weird. Uh, he leaps into ass-kicking mode here and starts to take multiple goons on at one time. And like I said up top, like my descriptions of these fight scenes are not going to do this justice. You're going to have to watch it with your own beautiful eyes out there, folks. Um, not sure why they keep shooting at Toby's feet. We find out a little later on this, so I'll get there. But uh, we got nice uh, planned kung fu action here. Toby gets uh, the best of these goons, of course. Some sweet spin jumps. Or, well, to escape, he does a sweet spin jump uh, off to the ship, or off of the ship and into the water. Uh, Vic goes over to the edge and uh, he says, Call off the search in Hong Kong. Toby's here in America. So we cut to a bar where we meet our sidekick here, Malik. He's trying to write a smash hit. Apparently, he's a songwriter, gentlemen. Why not? I mean, this isn't normally... It never comes up again, so... <laughs> it's not a normal like job you see in a movie, I think. I mean... Uh, I mean, There's that guy in... Uh, Black Dog. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Randy Travis. Yeah, I was gonna say Randy a- Travis actually like sings, you know, and talks about like he he's writing throughout the movie. Malik just straight up gives up, you know, and doesn't. Well, he and he's not the one who does the karaoke later, which I didn't like. It seems like yeah, he's not a singer; he's a writer, bro. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. Uh, so we got Malik here. He's trying to write a song. Uh, in rushes Toby. He's also in a pretty sweet duster here. Uh, he sits down at the bar. We got the bartender. He's just kind of doing some banter with both of them. Uh, Toby starts to notice movements and shadows and shit towards the entrance of the bar. And, of course, in rush the goons with all the weapons. And they start shooting the place up. Uh, we got the coolest ashtray throw I've ever seen. Uh, we got some sweet jumps to avoid all the bullets. Uh, Malik, he kind of freaks out here. He hides. Uh, we got more goons that bust in. 
Uh, we got Vic. He enters as well. Uh, Toby takes out some goons with a bulletproof table, apparently. Uh, we got a Kung Fu duster remover. He removes his duster. Pretty sweet looking right there, guys. He's got a pretty awesome jumper. Yeah. I think. All black with that big belt. Looks I mean, he can move. He's jumping. Yeah. It's like roomy in all the right places, but, you know, not baggy. It Yeah, it works. I wonder if it's got, like, some stuntman stretch in, in it, you know? Yeah, sure. We'll find them in order some. Put a Five Day Reynolds logo on them. That's what we do best. We should just get a one-piece suit. <laughs> Are you... Just, like a... It looks like a tuxedo, but it's a jumper that you just like zip up. No, I just meant like, like a more stretchy version of coveralls. Okay. I'm not far from it, dude. I'm really not. <laughs> Give me like just another not that, five years. Just not that thick work material, you know. I know what you mean. Give me like a lounging man's coverall. No, I'm not unemployed. I'm a lounging man. Mm-hmm. I'm a man of uh, a mound. I'm a man of of leisure. These are the they call coveralls I I put on when I get home. Adventure Brothers. He calls them speed suits. I think <laughs> that's a that's a show. Younger generation, check it out. I think it's on HBO. Yeah, should be a movie coming out soon. Not really. Yeah. All right, we got Vic. He's kind of sitting back here because he knows that Toby's just going to fucking ass kick the fuck out of these guys. Uh, We got Malik. He notices that Toby's got some skills as well. Uh, He's also trying to escape, but uh, he doesn't make it that far. Toby starts kicking more ass. Uh, He gets a gun. Uh, he jumps onto a pool table and hangs from a ceiling light, spins around and starts shooting all of the dudes, all the goons. And, uh, gentlemen, what I was talking about earlier about this is the five day Reynolds moment. Like that was it. Like, it was like, all right, we're going to watch this movie. Oh, okay. But yeah, when Vic busts out too, you're like, duh. Yeah. Right. I, I just needed to see that kid rock looking guy. And that was, that was it. How many Kid Rock jokes did you write down, Kron? Or you just want us to find out as we Control go? Control F. I think, I think it's just the first, you know, the first time he shows up, I wrote down, oh shit, they got Kid Rock in this movie. But I think that was it. You didn't write like, ball with the ball, we're going to have a great time here? No, I mean, <laughs> get in and get out, you know? Oh shit, dude, it's the bulldog. I, I, I know, know I was going to ask, I was going to ask. the bulldog. I was going to ask Kron if he knew another Kid Rock song. Besides uh, Ball with the Ball? Yeah. Yeah, he probably covered like uh, America the Beautiful at some show or something. <laughs> oh, he does that uh, that Warren Zevon Sweet Home Alabama like mash him up oh. that, he, that he does. Yep. Yep. Moving on. That's, an, that's another Kid Rock song. I think we've done this before. Bull God's we've an probably, right We've probably done this. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, Vic notices that Malik is trying to escape, and he runs over and shoves a gun up to his face. So Malik is stopped. Uh, we hear sirens approaching. The cops uh, come in. Vic releases Malik because he holds him up as hostage. Uh, he automatically gets down on the floor. Vic does and starts playing a victim as the cops come in. <laughs> There's two cops that come in are like, they, don't look, they just don't look like they should have even been cast as cops. No, one looks kind of rockabilly. Yeah. Like he's got sideburns and... Like slick back hair. I mean, shit. it's fucked up that the plan works, though, because Vic drops down and starts like, please, please, they threatened me. Yeah. And you've got an Asian guy with a gun and a black man. So these cops are instantly like, all right, they zero in on, on Toby. Racist dude with a mustache is right. <clears throat> all right. Toby holds Malik hostage to to evade the police. Uh, we got a cut here to Malik's Challenger. It's flying down the street. Uh, we got some back and forth here with Toby and Malik. Um, he informs Toby that uh, this ain't no Batmobile because Toby's telling him to drive faster. Now, this this is one thing about this movie is everybody is like, oh, look at this piece of shit car. And it's like, that guy's car is pretty cool. I thought, <laughs> I mean, it, I thought it was pretty sweet myself. Yeah. It's got character. And then... I think there's a part here where he's like, can't you speed up? And he's like, this thing's a bucket. Do you want me to throw a rod? And it's like, your car is in good shape, dude. Like, it, it looks like it's Sounds been well-maintained. Well, yeah. I think, no, I think he's aware that it's, it's on its last leg. Cause later on in the movie, he's like, shit, I must've blew a hose or something. So he's like, well aware. I think that mm-hmm. he's got a baby it. Well, I think as the movie goes on, it obviously gets in into like worse and worse shape. Yeah. But it's I don't know. Everybody approaches it like, oh, you've got a shitty car, and it's like, yeah. I, I think your car looks cool, man. It would have been cool if it really was a badass car, and it would make sense for Toby to be like, "This is a badass car, go fast." And Malik's like, "No, no, I'm gonna like it's the only thing in my life I can like take care of." You know, because as we find That's out, where his I'm sleeping, all man. Up. Yeah. I, 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 man, I, we're going to fucking 10 minutes into the movie and I'm rewriting it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we I, got Malik. I did write down here, though, that this is, he says the name of the movie. I was like, is this the, and then the car? And then the car is a transformer and <laughs> it's actually a robot. Yeah. Hey, we changed well, this it- thing just 16% more and I could pitch this to Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said this isn't the Batmobile, and Bones was like, but what if it was? No, I said, that's for damn sure, and I threw my beer at the TV. <laughs> ripped out the and, other fan? Yeah, yeah, ripped down a ceiling fan from the... <laughs> yep. And went upstairs and Watched slept Batman on your purple on my laptop. <laughs> on my stomach, like a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> Went out to the fucking uh, garage fridge and got a fucking fresh Mountain Dew. <laughs> all right. You guys continue to be all mysterious and shit, but I'm building a persona. Okay, the <laughs> listeners are attaching themselves. Yeah, okay. they're like, why are you hanging out with this rich kid? I thought you guys were like Union and Midwest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
He's got a guy's s- got guy's got three fridges. Well, he sweet. rips ceiling fans down like he has no regard for them. I'm, sweet ass Nintendo sixty four. The tough team did point out that we all have warrants and <laughs> records, so. Obviously, my rage has gotten me into some trouble. Kron has insulted the wrong person, I guess. And what did Dan do? I'm innocent. I love everybody. Oh, that's that was a problem. You loved without <laughs> yeah. consent. Yeah, you loved those people that <laughs> didn't reciprocate. Your Honor, if I'm guilty of one thing, it's loving too hard. You're going directly to jail. I remember when you uh, loved all those people in the park and they... <laughs> Can't go there anymore. Yeah. All right, Malik, as he's talking with Toby here, uh, almost crashes his car. Well, he does crash his car into some parked cars. They almost hit a van and swerve out of the way. Fucks his car up, which just looks like they had a piece of metal and just kind of glued it onto the front of his car yes and it's it's an hour later before he takes it off (laughs) i mean it works though right i'm like all right yeah i mean there's some continuity with it because it's there for like i said another hour until he pulls (laughs) it off in the garage uh we get some more talk here between toby and malik um Toby kind of explains that he's not the bad guy or not a bad guy. Malik doesn't really believe him. He starts to, to grab some smokes and then he's like, Oh, those are my raisins. Which I thought was kind of funny. Um, he finally gets his cigarettes and Toby informs him that he can't smoke in his own car, which kind of pisses Malik off. Yeah. And it should, it's your car. That's the whole point of the joke, Kron. You should be able to smoke in there if you want to. Uh, Malik, he finally is like, where the fuck are we going since I'm going to have to drive you? And uh, Toby informs him that he's going to L.A., which Malik immediately stops the car and is not having any of this shit. Not L.A. Yeah, this piece of shit bucket, you think it can make it to L.A.? Yeah, he doesn't want to drive him because his cars he knows is, you know, he can't push it. And Toby pretty much says, you have no choice. <clears throat> uh, we cut to a strange-ass well, frog show here. You guys are obviously masters of geography, so you're well aware that San Francisco is pretty fucking far away from Los Angeles, right? Like, I think it's like a three-hour drive, yeah? yeah it's closer than... Fucking Austin, Texas is to San Francisco, so... Okay. Just making sure. I heard that you guys... No, the argument was... The argument was... North of America, but south of the border. North America, south of the border. Oh, I thought we were bringing up the Waco-Dallas argument. No, I'm going off of a customer complaint. (laughs) Oh, okay. A former Navy SEAL wrote in and said that uh, he was offended by your guys' lack of of uh, geography. He 
he would be the type to write a complaint and not yes. handle shit himself like a man. I'm surprised that we even got any words in at all on that one. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went that far. We were far. lucky, dude. We were lucky. Uh, we cut to a, a frog detective. Is he a, is he a doctor? I think he's just a really smart frog that they like consult because his brain is so big. And Kron, as soon as I seen this, I was like, oh, Kron's loving this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I looked it up. I Googled it. I had to get to the bottom of what that was they were watching. I said, if it's one thing Kron's going to remember about Drive, it's it's the frog show. That's You've that's just it. saved the life of the president's son. Uh, Vic's goons, they're watching this show, and uh, Vic gets on the phone, the uh, video phone there, with Mr. Lau from Hong Kong. It's about, Takagi, uh, man, from Die Hard. Yep. It's a, uh, I mean, he gets his brains, spoiler alert, he gets his brains blown out in Die Hard. Sorry. Oh, man. I was going to watch that. <laughs> you never seen that one? Uh, Lau asked Toby, or asked what's with Toby and how come uh, he hasn't been caught yet. Uh, he makes some threats to Vic. Vic says the actions are being taken to get the job done. We cut to to Lau in Hong Kong. Uh, he's got some like crazy ass. Looks like almost like a heart or some shit with like some fucking knives coming off of it or something on his desk. I don't know what that was, but I wish we would have got back to it. I think that's the bio engine, right? It's just in like a little that, stand. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man, I didn't think it was that, that big, though. That guy's office, by the way, looks like some place that the Riddler would push you out of a big window. It's like, it looks like it belongs in. Are you talking about uh, like the Batman Gotham. Riddler? Or are you talking about Schumacher Riddler? I'm I'm talking Schumacher Riddler. Okay, all right. Just making sure, Kron. Which Kron, by the way, you got about like another two more weeks, and then the Batman's going to be on HBO Max. So, yeah, I'll just catch it there. <laughs> I was going to go this weekend until my house almost exploded. So, now that that's a the Batman Riddler move. <laughs> what a better way to, blow to up knock Kron's house. Like, uh, my. Release the Schumacher cut. Yeah, you got me. I got a fucking letter in the mail that was all uh, cut out of magazines, and it was like, I can't add like a gas riddle, so (laughs) we're going to have to move on from this bit. What is silent but deadly? (laughs) Hey, hey. Sure. That works. Turn a knob and light me up. Light a smoke and blow Blow up. up. (laughs) I don't know. That's perfect. Yep, that's what the note said. (laughs) So, police, it was bones. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just the best at riddles, dude. That's true. That has been proven on this mm -hmm. this podcast. Gonna get a rockabilly cop to investigate this. <laughs> well, I'll pull the race card and he will move on. Like, nothing going on here. He's white. Why are you calling us? 
All right, we cut to Malik and Toby. Uh, they they're at a police checkpoint, gentlemen. Uh, Malik says like a DUI checkpoint, and Toby Toby kind of is looking at this like, yeah, something's going on here. Uh, they roll up. Cops check Malik's paperwork. They want Toby's name. Um, Malik's trying to make a face at him, and the cops not getting it. Yeah, Malik's trying to sell him out that, like, hey, this guy's trouble. Uh, they want Toby's name. Uh, they type it into a calculator, it looks like. <laughs> he says, uh, Sam O'Hung. See, that spells boobs. <laughs> you turn it upside down. What do you got over there? Oh, this is boobless. <laughs> Hell. All right, they tell him to step out of the car. The cops draw their weapons immediately on the the duo here. Um, Yeah, Malik starts selling out Toby about kidnapping, tells him he has a gun and all that shit. The cops cuff him and uh, put him in the car. Uh, We cut to a construction site. Um, This movie has all, just all the right settings of an action movie. I mean, we've already had a cargo ship. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to a yeah. construction site a bar. now. It, a bar. it kind of also has all the settings of like a Grand Theft Auto game. <laughs> I So I wrote down when they leave this construction site, there's like a, a, a T like where they turn onto the highway. And I'm like positive that's in GTA 5. Like this has to be a place that is like, what do you call it? Like recreated in GTA 5. It's like I know exactly where this turn is. We're probably the only people that ever got that. Some guys like, yes, I fu- I fucking I knew somebody you would know. Told you. Is that what told a, you. a rock star game developer sounds like? Yes, I'm a rock star. I drink rock star energy and I make graphics for rock star games. I work sixty five hours a week. <laughs> I never stop. I still live with my mom. I got 300000 in my savings account, but I still live with my mom. I pissed in a bottle under my desk. Because <laughs> I, I like for, to. I don't have time for They girls. give me ample bathroom time. I'm actually married to two girls in the Philippines. <laughs> One Don't of them might be a pillow. You should see my crypto profile. It's thick. All right, guys. Where where the fuck am I? Construction site. All right. We cut to the construction site. The cops uh, cuff Toby and Malik together to uh, some crazy-ass handcuffs here. Um, we get a we get some smart-assing going on, and uh, the cop punches Toby, and we get the, the action look there the punch goes across the face and toby immediately turns and just gives him the look and the cop's just like okay we gotta go (laughs) uh vic and his goons show up gentlemen of course something was up uh vic comes down the stairs at this construction site with his people they start talking to toby uh vic says you're one festering boil on my ass turbo drive I guess that's his nickname for uh, Toby there. Uh, we get Malik. He's 
tries to talk his way out of this situation again because he's like, hey, I don't have shit to do with this. Just let me fucking go. Uh, Vic says some racist bullshit. Uh, this is the chicken. Yeah. They go back and forth about Malik tells him about Popeyes and shit. But um, Vic just decides just... Uh, or what is Toby says? Just shoot us, don't bore us to death. Uh, Vic tells his goons to kill Malik. Toby pulls Malik to the side with his cuffs. Uh, ass kicking kung fu occurs here. Uh, Toby uses Malik as a weapon a few times throughout this, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, they bur- they both work with each other to uh, to take these goons out. Uh, Vic he gets fucked up. Uh, he got fucked up at the bar, or not the bar, but uh, he didn't get fucked up at the cargo ship. I think this is the first time he gets fucked up. Yeah. But he actually gets his ass kicked a few times by Toby. <laughs> so he's got a bloody nose and shit. So Toby and Malik, they take off up this construction rig. Toby and Malik continue uh, to take out Vic's goons along the way as they're shooting at him. We get some nice uh, action here with some... They throw some sh- stuff around the construction site at the guys. They also got some uh, wires that Toby's flinging around and tripping them with and shit. It's pretty nice. Yeah, they do a pretty good job of playing up the like tie together action too, which is kind of funny. Like Toby goes to you know kick, but Malik's kind of anchoring him, so he like misses a few times, like just like straight up jumps and then falls on his hip. Well, yeah, that allows uh, to Vic to catch up to him and uh, kind of get Toby pinned with a gun, <clears throat> which he's trying to shoot uh, Malik here, not Vic, or not Toby, sorry. Uh, Vic refuses and tries to shoot Malik, or Malik, yeah. Vic punches Toby in the face. Toby tries to make a move but gets tripped, like what the handcuffs his bones was saying. Uh, but he's also able to flip Vic as Vic tries to run in and get him. And he goes right onto his onto a pipe back there on his back. Uh, Toby and Malik, they escape using the handcuffs on the zip line. Of course. That was a funny scene, I thought. Yeah, I liked how the thing like went down. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit. So there's like a hook thing on the zip line with a bucket hanging from it and toby says the bucket and malik takes the bucket off the hook which releases the hook to just slide down <laughs> and then he's like what you want the bucket for which I, I thought that was pretty good yeah uh as they're going down this zip line together with the handcuffs uh vic shoots the wire but they're far enough down to where they fall and it it doesn't fucking kill them dan this is like this, a Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, this is two zipline movies in a row. So, Kron, don't fuck it up. Uh, that's true. I don't, I don't think mine's got a zipline. <laughs> better start rethinking your whole life, bud. Nah. I know All what right. I'm doing. Vic apparently is a super fast guy because he meets him down on the road. And start shooting at him as they uh, get to Malik's car and uh, escape. 
Uh, we cut to Toby and Malik. They're in the car. Malik wants answers on, about what the fuck is going on because he noticed that they were trying to kill him instead of Toby. Uh, Toby explains that he has a bi or a biological energy module in his chest, and that uh, that's what these goons are after, and that's why they're chasing him. Uh, Malik says, "I have one in my ass." A tiny brown one in my ass. Uh, mm-hmm. Toby explains that he's in. He wants to go to L.A. to go to Contact or Contech, which uh, wants to buy the implant and will give him five million for it. Trying uh, to get to Comic Con, dude. Come on, <laughs> me ride. Got to get to Con. Contact doesn't sound shady, right? It doesn't sound made up for a movie. Well, when you see who Contact is later in the movie, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're just gonna cut your heart open, yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> he gives them. Cash I would not trust. I would not trust them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't drink a beer around them. That's for sure. That shit no. spiked. Mm-hmm. Contact came. He they tried to protect them. Right, I think Kron and I are just talking about the looks of these guys are not. It is a disadvantage of these gentlemen, the appearance that they present. They're trying to protect you only in as much as it services their goals, I think. so. That's true. All right, we got Toby. He, he tells Malik that he'll give him half of the five million if he gets him to L.A., uh, Malik does not agree. He's like, nah, man. Uh, we cut to Malik, uh, them pulling up to his house where they start to cut off the handcuffs so he can get, uh, Toby out of there and on his way to LA, but he doesn't want any part of it. Um, guys, how did they get into the car? You just have... You open the driver's side door and have the other guy ca- crawl across. Yeah. Toby's right. pretty nimble. Mm-hmm. All right. I believe you. I just thought it was kind of funny that they didn't show that. Um, Malik's ex-wife, she starts pulling into the driveway and starts to, to yell at Malik. Uh, Malik goes off about Steve, calls him a fucking hamburger. He's got another, uh, good, yeah, the, the cheeseburger. He's a fucking yeah, cheeseburger. Yeah. That's a, a good cheeseburger. Line. But he, he calls him an asshole. She's like, stop it. He's like, I'm sorry. The asshole part is silent. <laughs> He's got some good riffs, man. I think you got to give that script a, another pass to make it work for him. But I think when he talks about, like, I've got one, a small one in my asshole, that works when he's doing the calling the guy a cheeseburger. I like the raisins bit when he was doing the cigarettes. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, Pretty much Malik's wife's just like, look, get the fuck out of here. Get get your handcuffs off and and go. Like, she's a down-ass bitch right there. Like, she's not going to tell anything. Like, all right, just get the fuck out of here. This chick is a fat-ass, man. She's in uh, Alien vs. Predator. Oh, is she? Yeah. And I think she might be Blade's mom. I, I, I was like, she looks familiar. I, I didn't look, look her up, up though. Yeah, 
if you came home though and your wife was sawing off a handcuff connected to another person, wouldn't you just be like, whatever? Guy or girl? Well, these were two guys, so let's just say two girls. <laughs> stop. <laughs> let's go to the bedroom. Yeah, we'll, I'll, get, I'll saw this <laughs> off later. I got a, I got a right. saw. Asked and answered, Kron. <laughs> I got a big smile on my face. Mm-hmm. You don't need I'm a smiling. saw. You need a hammer. <laughs> I'm I'm whipping towels on the ceiling fans. Let's go. <laughs> All right. We cut to uh, Malik dropping Toby off at a bus station. Uh, Toby pretty much tells Malik that uh, his wife still loves him because before they left, she was looking at them out of the window of the house. But he pretty much tells Malik, like, dude, you need to go back I, to your family. I think he's reading into it as well. I mean, just the fact that she's making sure you're leaving. <laughs> like, she's like, I don't want the cops to show up. Like, get the fuck out of away from my house, please. Yeah, to kind of to take that as she's still in love with you seems to be a bit of a leap. But Toby's a sensitive guy. I mean, he's got a heart. It's it's a bio engine weapon, but. Still got feelings, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Toby, as Toby walks into the bus station, Malik notices some goons that follow him in, and uh, he immediately knows that something's up. We cut to Toby. He's waiting in line to, to get a ticket for the bus. He kind of sees the goons coming up um, behind by a woman that's putting on some makeup. And the chase is on, gentlemen, and... These guys are just pushing people out just to be assholes, I think. Like, as this chase is going on. Yeah. Uh, Toby gets outside, uh, runs onto the street. Malik pulls up and uh, Toby jumps in. Uh, We cut to Malik and Toby on their way to L.A. So Malik finally agrees to to drive Toby to L.A. to get this shit done with. Remind me of Uh, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Yep. When Clint goes in the bus station and then runs right back out. It's almost exactly like the same. Uh, we cut to Mr. Lau here in Hong Except Kong. Neither neither one of these guys have has that sweet shirt on. Fuck. <laughs> we still haven't found those yet. I thought Bones would attract one down by now. I was kind of looking at my mailbox, like eh, there's going to be a shirt in there eventually. I don't know, man. Mm. I, I I just don't have that. Clint's got that leanness, you know. Or well, just what would you rather wear? That shirt or those tiny glasses? That shirt, for sure. <laughs> exactly, okay. dude. Alright. Check out our episode of uh, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. It's out now. And me, I'll take being handcuffed to a hot lady. Like, just like a lady who's had too much sun? God damn, it's hot. You yeah, have any water? All, oh, she's all sunburned. You have any oh, water yeah. or aloe vera? Oh, yeah, I got my, I got some goo for you. My oh, core, get away. My core temperature's above 98. It's too hot out here. I No, why would you even think about that? It's too hot. Mm-hmm. 
actually I'm so hot that my skin's getting cold and clammy. So you don't think that I'm actually overheating, but it's a it's a body shock mechanism, and that's actually what causes a lot of uh, overheating death. Uh anyway. Whatever you say, baby. <laughs> Let You're me just get a an happy internal guy. temperature. <laughs> yeah. I got a thermometer <laughs> that can take care of this situation. This is a very horny episode when it didn't have to be. You didn't think this movie was horny as hell? No, not yeah. at all. Okay, oh, I didn't either. So we're one about thing to... we're missing. <laughs> oh, we're about to get there, Dan. Well, there, I guess, yeah. There's, there's a some... female character in this movie who's... Mighty horny. Soul motivation. <laughs> She's like a 1930s cartoon character, dude. She is... She has one objection. She is the reason doctors invented vibrators. Like... <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got... We cut to Lao. He's in Hong Kong. Uh, Mr. Chow, the guy from the cargo ship, has finally showed up. Lao's pissed at Mr. Mr. Chow because they didn't bring Toby back. Um, Mr. Lao introduces Mr. Chow to our advanced 2.0 Toby. He's just a newer model. Uh, this newer model takes a coin and flips it through Mr. Chow's neck. And pretty much just fucking kills him. Pretty sweet. Is this the coolest uh, death? In the movie? Yeah, I think probably. in the movie for sure, but I, I couldn't think. Like, is this yeah, the best? Did, did you mean in real life, Dan? Because there might be some stiff competition there. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't. What is the coolest death in real life? I mean, I'm sure it's somebody who, like, won the Medal of Honor, right? You nah, know, dude. fought uh, off, like, 80 people. That that one at the beginning of Magnolia is pretty cool, where it's, like, the guy's trying to kill himself, and he jumps off the building and gets shot in the chest with a <laughs> shotgun on the way down. That's a nice that one's winky dink. That one's pretty cool, dude. <laughs> Guys, if you're feeling suicidal, please get some help. Uh, all right. We got Lau. He tells uh, advanced model. That's what they, uh, that's so what Letterbox says his name is. as, yeah. Yes. That he's going to go uh, hunt down Toby. Uh, we got to, uh, Toby and Malik here. They're out on the open road. They're chit-chatting. Uh, Malik's car gets fucked. He blows something in it. So they got to pull over and uh, get a hotel. Uh, we cut to the roadside hotel here. And this is where we meet Deliverance, gentlemen. That is her name, Deliverance. This is uh, Brittany Murphy, right? Oh, yeah. And this is probably one of her very first roles, maybe. And she's looking cute as hell. Uh, she's begging these guys to get a room. Uh, <laughs> After insulting the car. Yeah, she's yeah. like, this car's a piece of shit. <laughs> Again, the car is not that bad. Kron will take this car right now. Yeah, Just how it that. is, yeah. as is. Yeah, with that big piece of metal on the front. Well, that car didn't have a check engine light on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if it's rolling, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do like they take some room there. They t- decide to take a room because yeah, like you said, his car's fucked up. Toby explains, uh, he's super tired. So he explains that his implant fucks with his metabolism 
And so he needs to get a lot of rest in order to get back to where he needs to be. Uh, Deliverance, we can clearly see she has the hots for Malik. Uh, she has she also the hots. She yeah, has the hots. Malik just any, pulled up. For anything with a pulse, I think. So, I mean, it, I'd stay at this place. Yes, but it cannot be overstated that Brittany Murphy is... Horny as hell. She's is, Nicole Kidman it is in Batman Forever. Yes. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's amped up more. Yeah, it is. Because Nicole's planet, it's like, it's coming up, and then she's able to control it. It's coming up. Brittany is like, hands on her face, like, oh, uh, uh, like you know, it's incredible. Well, Nicole truthfully does just have it for Batman. Mm-hmm. I, I do get the impression that this lady would, you know, if a big... F- 300 pound trucker showed up she would still be ready to go dude meat love pulled in on his big rig mm-hmm. cutting coupons yes yeah, singing hot patootie playing a fucking saxophone <laughs> <laughs> all right she also lets malik know that there's a garage uh as well that he can fix his car which they're pretty pretty stoked about uh we got to vic here uh He's mentioning to his little henchman there that he has met Toby before all of this. Uh, and then reinforcements show up in some, this some is, 1997 Jeep Cherokees. This is the best little bit of dialogue in the movie. Because his lackey is a dude from Repo Man. Yep. And uh, I think he's in Silence of the Lambs as well. Like he's a mortician, mm-hmm. but uh, they come out of like a grocery store, and they're talking about like Toby, and the older guy says, uh, "Yeah, he's good. Goddamn right, he's good. Son of a bitch could eat flour and shit cupcakes." <laughs> and the guy says, "Don't talk about cupcakes." And I fucking love it. Like it, the world building with these fucking goons. Because even at the construction site, like with the chicken thing. He's like, hey, was that when we did that governor? And he's like, nah, that's when we did the other thing, right? Remember that? Oh, that was Memphis or something. Yeah. And he's like, and they had them garlic taters. <laughs> ah, man. <laughs> like, I, it, the world building that those two guys do, I think, is great. Because his goons laughing at the fucking uh, frog thing throughout the movie. and Turn that shit off. Don't talk about cupcakes. Like, is he craving a cupcake? Did he have a bad... Did, yeah, did something happen yeah. involving yeah, a cupcake? Yeah, it's great. He's, uh, he's the plate of shrimp guy in Repo Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody says plate or shrimp or plate of shrimp. Yep. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get to Repo Man oh, we will. eventually. We will do Repo Man. All right, we cut to Malik. He's fixing up his ride here. Deliverance shows up. She starts dropping all kinds of knowledge about cars and shit like that. Uh, did we buy the uh, cute girl dropping car knowledge in this film, or was it just another, eh? I bought this one. She seemed like an only child, you know, when her dad, when she shows her off her dad's car. Yeah. said so She shows him a hot rod, which never even comes back up. What a bummer, right? 
Yeah. Which could have just taken that and driven it the rest of the way. Yeah, they didn't have to go even go to the Apollo 14. They had a car right there. That's just five day Reynolds trying to outsmart the movie. Guys, what we always they do. They borrowed that car and they couldn't actually use it for the Fuck rest of the up. movie. Yeah. The yeah. guy's like, You're gonna drive it? Like, no. <laughs> That's not happening. Mm-hmm. All right, we cut to Vic and his goons. They're closing in on Toby at the hotel. Hmm. Uh, we cut back to deliverance. She sneaks up into Toby's room and starts trying to wake him up. Uh <laughs> trying to get some. Out of I that guess. bed and on your feet. I look cool and in the heat and fucking <laughs> splash. Just pours a glass of water on his fucking face. Just Yeah, doing everything she can to to get Mr. Toby up there, but he's not having it. Uh we get some quick cuts of Vic and his goons. Um they're outside of the hotel room. Lock them and shock them. Uh they show a shocker baton that I guess that uh they've come up it's with like here. uh it's like two fingers and then a gap and then another finger <laughs> deliverance would have loved old, that the old shocker baton <laughs> that's what it's for <laughs> <laughs> we cut to uh to Vic and the goons they start fucking up the hotel looking looking for Toby and Malik uh we Go back to Deliverance. She's still trying to wake Toby up. Uh, Vic finds all the keys to the rooms. We got to Malik. He's working in oh, the group. That part was kind of crazy. Like, he does find all of the keys, and it's like, you could just look and tell what key is missing, but his first action is to, like, smash the entire box off the wall and pick up every single key to, I guess, throw open every door in the hotel and find these two. And the hotel's under construction, so I think Malik and Toby are the only ones in it. Yeah. You could just look for which key is missing. You could just look for what TV is on in the window. Like, see it on. <laughs> I right, cut to Malik. He's in the garage working on the car. He sees the goons come in, and he hides under the car. Uh, we got Vic and his goons. They go door to door looking for Toby. They start opening the the doors and kicking them in, searching each room. In 97, the little headsets that they had would have looked so cool. Like that their walkie-talkies had like these headsets. and But now it's like it just seems so fucking bulky. They may as well have fucking cans on their ears. I don't know why it stuck out to me so much. Yeah, I work with people that still use the. <laughs> I've seen a few, yeah. That really, have, yeah. Uh, like the it's like one earpiece, mm-hmm. like a like telemarketer a, sort of look. Yeah, yeah, like a microphone that comes out. Yeah. Respect the the cock. girls in the office have like the small. It's like the phone, and uh, then another it magnolia reference yeah. connects to the ear. So it's, yeah, it looks like it's from like the early 90s. Now, I just push my cell phone up under my headband. So, <laughs> hands free, dude. Gotta be able to type, man. 
I just put it on speakerphone. Actually, I do it on FaceTime. I'm on oh, FaceTime. It's on speaker. It's on speakerphone, <laughs> okay. even with it up right by my ear. I, like I just put it in my pocket, T. <laughs> just don't bend down. Mm-hmm. All right, we got the goons. They start searching the garage. How they know to go to the garage? I don't. I don't know. I I didn't question that. Well, that's I'm because Deliverance now. leaves. Uh, she's just dripping wet. She just drips water <laughs> wherever she goes. Yeah, there's a snail trail <laughs> that leads the garage from the, to yeah the hotel room. Did you say snail or smell? Um, we got Vic. He and his goons here. A TV going on. Uh, we we cut into the room and Deliverance sees an outline of one of the goons in the window, which I guess they do a little. Mr. Steve Wang did a little like what was on TV matches up with what's going on out the room thing. I guess he was trying to do. Well, anyway, this, this part of the movie is eerily similar to the other movie named drive. Like there, yes, there is is a scene where like, there's a guy outside the window. Gosling flips a mattress up in front of the door. Like there's a lot of beats that are Mm -hmm. the same between these two two movies and this one came first yeah all right toby hears the door open this is the only thing he hears even though deliverance is pretty much putting her nipples in his ears but uh so he swings into action kicks deliverance off the bed onto the floor which i thought was pretty cool and he starts to just smoke these fucking dudes he starts using lamps and chairs and mattresses uh, at this as this fight is going on, we cut to Malik back in the garage. He takes a goon out with a wrench, and then he he grabs a chainsaw. Y'all uh, cuts cuts a goon's arm off with it. Uh, it spins off and shoots. It's I guess awesome. that's a pretty cool death. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, does so he cuts the guy's arm off. I think his finger pulls the trigger and then the gun swings back around and shoots him. I think I take back what I say. I think this is cooler than the coin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really insult to injury. I mean, (laughs) shot by your own machine gun. Yeah. It's like a fatality from after something after you lost your arm. Mm hmm. All right, we cut back to Toby in the hotel room. Vic brings in the the electric batons there and starts to starts to try to use them against Toby. He's jumping all around like a madman trying to avoid him. Uh, but first, he sends Deliverance down to help Malik in the garage. Uh, he's fighting off the dudes pretty good. He gets into the little kitchenette area and starts throwing fucking pots and pans at him. Uh, Toby makes a wonderful move here where he grabs a knife off of one of the goons, cuts his shoelaces as he's flipping him over his head, and steals his boots. Uh, He rolls onto the other side of the room, and action kind of stops here, and he puts the boots on his hands and makes the kung fu pose of the fist foot way, gentlemen. Did you get that? Literally, the fist foot way. Nice. No? No. The first time I watched it, I was like, 
man, this is kind of lame. And then I forgot because I had forgotten about like, oh, those are shock weapons. I was like, oh, okay. Now I get the the rubber to fight against. So he continues to fight and blocks all the electrical currents that's coming off these things. And our action stops again, and it shows that the boots are melted and smoking. And it's kind of funny here. He just kind of shakes them off his hands because they're hot, which I thought was pretty good. That's a very Jackie thing. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Malik. He's fighting uh, fighting off the other goons in the garage. He starts getting his ass kicked, guys. Uh, he gets the upper hand, though, grabs the arm that, that, guy, that he cut off with the machine gun earlier, and he's trying to get the gun out. By biting uh, the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's dead. It's pretty good. Uh, we cut back to Toby. He finally fights off everybody in the hotel room and makes his escape. We cut back to Malik. He's trying to get the gun off. Uh, a goon kind of comes in from behind him and kind of tries to get him in the back of the head. But Deliverance shows up just in time to save him. And guys, she's loving this shit. She's loving shooting these guns and fucking these dudes up. So she's a she's a full-on psychopath. She's just hoping to have sex when this is all over. So This is what she's got right now, and she's taking it. Is this also the the one thing I didn't like about all this action was uh they keep like flashing the screen I think for the like electricity batons yeah, yeah. but it's like they'll like brighten up the screen every <laughs> two seconds yeah I thought I don't know I I thought they kind of it kind of worked I guess I mean I think it gets across that they're fighting with electricity but it's just kind of like the first two times it was okay and then the the next the next 19 were too much all right malik he starts to fire on some of these goons and of course his gun runs out of ammo but deliverance comes in and she starts firing away toby's out of this hotel room and Dude, dude can run. Like, mm-hmm. looked like he was running fucking fast. It's like, goddamn. So he he runs into our towards the garage. Uh, we cut into Malik and Deliverance. They continue to take fire in the garage. We get some explosions because they hit some flammable stuff in there with the bullets. Uh, Malik saves Deliverance. Kind of twirls her around and dips her and she's like ooh and this is about the time that Toby comes in and just jumps over a fucking car and smashes a goon with a with a kick that music uh, cue that they play that's that's done right like we we got to stop that <laughs> i don't even know what that piece of music is but no, i Was feel like, like they guitar put, intro no i i it's a fusion guitar. Fusion no, guitar. it's it's like it's a very popular like piece of music that like emphasizes love. Like it, I, it's this. Mm. Yeah, I can't fusion even try. Love. I can't even hum it. Um, <laughs> like every other movie, though, I feel like in the eighties or nineties, like two random people would fall in love or see each other. You know, and they would play this. Na, 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 na. 
Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like post Matrix where every movie had a bullet time bend over thing or I mean full contact did it did it first. But you know. You heard that here, guys. All right, Toby tells Malik in deliverance to hide in the back while he takes on Vic. Uh come and get it. More Kung Fu uh electric baton fighting action is going on here. Uh, Toby's pretty dangerous with a tire. He uses that against, uh, these guys. Uh, and he fucks these dudes up. Vic tries to escape. Toby dishes out the punishment, but Vic gets to his Jeep just in time and pulls out a three-chambered bazooka, guys. Pretty sweet weapon here on, uh, on the 5 Day Rentals podcast. Stick. the old Jeep Cherokees on pretty cool as hell mm-hmm. yeah i think that my pops had one of these about 97 98 ish i used to see one what just like this parked over at my old gym all the time and i was always like if i see that dude come out i'm gonna be like let me test drive hey you want to sell your jeep respect dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think my wrestling uh, coach had one That would have been about that time, yeah. Because he would—I think he had one that was like five or six years old. So it was rough. It was a green one, mm-hmm. and I drove it. I learned to drive on that fucking thing. Well, I feel like they were only green or red. Yeah, the one at the gym is red. Yeah. <laughs> there was also that kind of like sand color, that kind of like champagne-ish. Tan-ish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We know shit about Jeeps on this podcast. You guys do. I know about fucking ceiling fans. <laughs> fucking up ceiling fans. I know about fucking. I'm just here to fuck. Um, Vic pulls out a three-chambered bazooka, says, Stick your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. Uh, and then he blows up the uh, entire hotel, guys. Piece of shit, howdy. Now that's eating pavement after he blows them up. Uh, the, I think the bazooka had like a little thing that came off the side that was like a sight. And it was like, why? <laughs> what is the point? Somebody got to aim, you know? Yeah. Like, but trying to shoot a shark a, or something. It's a bazooka, dude. I mean, <laughs> if you can hit a building, you've done your job. Uh, so, yeah, Vic blows up this entire hotel. Uh, and as he does this, the smoke kind of rolls in from the explosion. And Toby's able to take advantage of this and sneaks up on Vic kind of with this smoke, which I thought was pretty cool. I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, and he's able to punch Vic right in the fucking face. Uh, he's, he, like, makes he, a... Uh, uh, he kind of yeah. falls, too. Yeah. Uh, he punctures a hole in one of the Jeep's tires and they take the other Jeep to get away Malik and Deliverance do. But uh, Toby also steals a RPG as well. And as they're driving off, which I don't know why they even drove off. He should have just blew up the RV right there. You got to get some but, distance. Yeah, I guess so. Also, yeah, what Vic- I love about this is like where 
the camera is positioned, they could have easily just pulled forward and drove. But the way that they have the whole thing blocked, Malik has to back up. Like, there's no other cars in the parking lot. It's the only, like, it's in a parking spot. It has to back up and then pull forward. It's like, you wouldn't do that. Like, if you were in a rush, you would just pull forward and turn. Turn. Yeah, and it's like, did they, on the day, did they plot, like, oh, let's just turn the camera. And it's like, no, we can't do that because that's where fucking Crafty is. So let's just have him back up and pull forward. Guys, I have the budget for this film, and I will expose that when we're done. Yeah. So, I don't know if any of you looked. Uh, so, Toby, Vic has been you, rolling you around. No, I didn't, Dan. I know, Pron. Uh, Vic has been rolling around with his goons in an RV. So, uh, this is the this is the one that Toby does blow up. Pretty good, pretty good explosions here. I thought. Yeah, you can definitely tell that there's nothing inside of this RV. Uh, no, it's empty. It's still a pretty nice shot of the missile going and mm-hmm. it blowing. The model on the hotel looked real cool. Yeah. And, uh, gentlemen, speaking of blowing things up, uh, let's go blow up our toilets with a pee break. Welcome back, guys. We're in the middle of a drive here from 1997. Ryan Gosling is yet to fucking show up. Pussy. He's so mysterious. Um, we I got. Him, I did a fan edit where I put him into this movie. So, so it's just his head the whole time. Yeah. So you felt comfortable. It's just like, so I put his head on Toby, and then I took out all of Toby's dialogue. <laughs> It's just like the. Did you use a a hammer anywhere? No, I didn't want to. I didn't want to change it too much. I still wanted it to be an authentic okay. <laughs> representation. We got a uh, Toby here. He has a crazy high tech heart that uh, that Vic and his goons are after, and Mister Lau from Hong Kong is, and we've had a. A tornado of ass-kicking kung fu and uh, a three-chambered bazooka and uh, a horny-ass Brittany Murphy. So uh, get caught up if you're not. When the hotel right. blew up, did you guys also think that she was saying to herself, I'll never hotel. <laughs> I'm two, not going to... Two-person joke there. I'm Don't not going to... I don't want to say anything about that movie. I don't want to bring a certain somebody. Yeah, I thought about that into the into the pod. You know, mm-hmm. he's probably sleeping. Yeah, I want to wake that guy up. Uh, we cut to the gang here. They're at a diner naturally after a hotel explosion. Where else would you go? Deliverance uh, tells the the lady or the the ladies. What the fuck am I talking about? Deliverance tells the guys that she has a car lined up for him, and. Uh, that they need to go grab that, and she wants to come along with them for the trip. But the guys pretty much agree, like, yo, that shit's too dangerous. Like, we're not taking you with us. And she pretty much just agrees. Uh, they kind of say their goodbyes, and 
Um, we got Brittany Murphy here. She makes a quote about rocking a uvula. You know I rocked your u- uvula? That's the yeah, thing that re- hangs at the back of your throat. Yeah, you that's what that is. You know I rocked your is. uvula, Dan. Well, yeah. I mean, Karan, we kiss all the time. We're Italian. We love each other. Um, mm-hmm. And we're friends. And you, but, you were in prison. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, so while all I was three of us were in kicking prison the cat out of the uh, out of the store, did uh, did you talk about Brittany Murphy pushing that lady in the face? No, I kind of skipped over okay, that. Sorry. I mean, she did put. There was a lady that was eyeballing Malik, and she kind of. I thought it was a man at right first. Face. I felt bad for that lady. Here's a rough looking woman. A, a very attractive. I mean, it was better than the waitress in Convoy. The saddest. She was just ever. sad. She was attractive. Yes. She was just sad. She was, she was depressed, dude. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know if maybe they cut out a part where these two kissed at one point. I don't think so. But I thought she does the, kiss him. She reaches across and grabs him. No. She never kisses are, Malik. Are you talking? I think Dan is talking about the other lady who's who's just like making eyes at Malik. Yeah, the waitress lady. She pushes yeah. her in the face, yes. I'm talking about, uh, I know I rocked your uh, uvula. Oh, yeah. Brittany Murphy kisses Malik. When? At the table before like, they leave. Like, Yeah, right at this scene. Because they're like, you're not going to come with us. Yeah. And then uh, she kisses him. I'm glad you backed I me up this, there because I thought I... I watched this three times. I didn't even fucking... Must happen yeah, they, quick. They totally kiss. <laughs> They totally kiss you guys. Were you flushing the toilet or the uh, the tissues down the toilet? <laughs> well, yeah, I masturbate every time I watch one of these movies. But all right, I guess yeah. My co-hosts say they kissed. They kissed. I believe them. I back these guys up. Uh, life or death. That's what I do. I can pull it up real quick if you want. No, there's I, also I don't want to see your penis. Um, there's also kind of a funny, well. It's not like a part, but it's just the fact that they're all sitting at this table drinking like soda and Pepsi and shit. It's like Sprite. After they just got done with a big fight, it's like, uh, hey, uh, a round of soda pops for me and my friends. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a full sugar soda. I am absolutely a hypocrite of like, yeah, fucking give me a bunch of french fries, but I want a diet soda. I'm an adult. I'm not getting. Oh, a, I don't even. I'm not I, getting a Coke. I'll just do water, dude. I don't even. Oh man, touch soda. I'll do a diet Coke. Yeah, I'll, I'll say day. when we when we do like a a drive back to Missouri, I'll usually like get a, a PBR soda. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm already. I mean, do a little air duster along the way. I mean. <laughs> I'm stopping once I hit the border and uh, hitting that Freon, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which border? <clears throat> southern border? Uh, north of America? Yeah, the southern I mean, border. Somebody is very, you know, just really into geography tonight because he may have made a mistake with mm-hmm. somebody. He, I don't know. He might have misspoke while in Maybe. character. He might have danded. I'm going to go back. I'm pretty sure he's. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, you're sure gonna go he back, wrote, You're going to go back and punch in. And you're going to go back to the northern. <laughs> North right, we cut to America. I think that's we cut what to he said. Vic. I have to check he's, the feed. He might have said. 
north north of America. It's totally possible, but I I would have swore I read. Who knows? Northern. I thought it was exposure. North America, south of the border. Hey, listen. It doesn't matter. Eh, you know what? Been, He's better it's than been Dynamo. Re-recorded. It's been re-recorded. This won't make it. He has the power to edit. Yeah. All right, we cut the Vic. He's talking to Mr. Lau again. Vic wants uh, to shoot Toby, but Mr. Lau informs Vic that uh, the advanced model's on the way, so you're going to take orders from the advanced model, and he's pretty much going to bring Toby in himself. Uh, we cut to the advanced model. He's in a helicopter. That was quick. Uh, he's saying the target is up further due to a pinpoint. Uh, did we explain that uh, Deliverance got them a car from one of an ex-boyfriend at the Apollo 14? So that's why they left her. So I think we talked about that. Uh, we cut to Malik and Toby. They're pulling up to the Apollo 14 where it's uh, karaoke night, gentlemen. Could we get into this place? Yeah, yeah, we could. Mm-hmm. We could get into the Apollo fourteen. All right. There's a crazy, there's a crazy shot in this movie where when they're as they're driving, they like come over a hill, and you can see the Apollo fourteen. And when they show that shot, like every other building in that town is a one story building. <laughs> the Apollo fourteen. I don't know, 90 stories tall. It towers over the entire town that they're in. It is crazy. It's like like the Space Needle. It's massive, yeah. It's also weird because you can see the Jeep driving down... And it looks almost like a cartoon. Yes, it looks funny, yeah. It looks like they're driving into a painting is what it looks like. <laughs> this is what dreams may become. Well, I mean, this, this is the this alternative is version. The It's the only exterior night shot, right? Yeah. Everything else has been, this has just been one very long day. <laughs> Steve Wang doesn't work during the night. He got to sleep, man. All right. We got to Toby and Malik. Uh, they're getting some beers at the bar and uh, they say the name of the guy that has the car and, uh, the bartender says he's on break or some shit or in the back. Do you guys uh, remember that uh, I think you should leave sketch with Tim Heidecker where they're at the like alien bar? Yeah. That's what this <laughs> reminded me of whenever this, they went inside. We've talked about teen centers before on this show. <laughs> uh, when I lived in Guam, they had this thing called the Generation Station, um, which had like mini golf, batting cages, go-karts, a roller rink. And this is this would have been around this time 96, 97. So they started to amp up like VR and arcades, so they had like those big old school VR things that you would stand in. And they had one of those gyro lawnmower man things that they had. Okay, I was going to and I was like get there. I was like what the f- I didn't know what the fuck that thing was called. But the aesthetic was so much like uh the Apollo 14. It was really bringing me back. It was super uncomfortable. It kind of reminded me of like the laser zone where you played like laser yeah. tag. Yes. That looks like what, a laser tag lobby like mm-hmm. before you got into the room to <laughs> yeah. to go play. Generation when they shoot, station. 
or from the nineties, y'all. Guy, when they shoot that guy in the gyroscope, that was that's <laughs> that what it's called? Yeah. I don't I don't know what you call it, but I mean I don't know I wrote in my notes gyroscope. I was trying, I was like, I do not know what the fuck this thing is called at all. So I was like, I'm not it, even gonna note it. <laughs> it just looks like a thing you would stand in and you could spin like a I seen them. Like I yeah. think they used to have them at like six flags and shit. Like back in the day. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know the name of this thing. It's just a lawnmower man gyroscope. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it might cover Lawnmower Man. I mean, it should. It's a perfect movie for this podcast. Do you remember um, Twisted Metal? And that was that oh, one yeah, character that, that was like on that. Uh, like yeah, Axis. Like, Axel. Axel was his name? It was with an A. I know that. Yeah. Danny Duck, tell us. Uh, it might be. Yeah, it was Axel, I think. All right, Twisted Metal, Jesus. Um, Toby and Malik, they're chatting it up here at the bar. We see a group of men staring at him from across the club. One guy has a briefcase computer. We cut to Mr. Lau. He's kind of in a uh, his little... It's it's in Hong Kong still. It's a and he's layer. asking it's a con- Yeah, I guess it's, it's a man con- control, control room, I guess. With all a bunch of ladies and computers. He's asking for updates on the advanced model. Uh we cut back to the club. These gentlemen uh they're looking at Toby. Or uh, they they were looking at Toby are now at the table. Malik sees these dudes at the table as he's going up asking for more beers. Uh the old guy shows Toby that uh he has a goddamn tracking beacon in his beacon in his chest. To uh, why ask who this dude is? What? That's okay. It was getting late in the movie, dude. Toby, I'm, I missed. The I'm B. reading some of my notes now cutting, too. Like, I'm not cutting this oh, out. What the hell is that? T O Y toy. I missed the B for Toby. Toby asks who this dude is. Guy explains that he's from contact. Dude drops cash money on the table for the piece of tech that's in uh, Toby's chest. Toby gives Malik the money to hold, which he's super happy about this. Contact guy shuts the tracking beacon down, uh, but it's too late, guys. Vic and the advanced model are already on top of it and are descending upon the Apollo 14. Uh, we cut to Toby. He's doing uh, some fucking karaoke and dancing here. This continues as the advanced model approaches and makes his way into the club. I mean, uh, another character in one of these movies who just desperately needs to lay low but can't resist getting up on that stage and and singing their heart out. I hated that um, part so fucking much. I I turned it off. The first time I watched it, this is when I was like, I'm going to bed. And then the second time I watched it, I just fucking skipped through it. I fucking hate singing in a movie. I it. You turned it off cringe. at this. You had like 15 minutes of movie left. Oh, I know. I was hanging on. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. And then when I looked at how much I had left, I was like, all right, we must be at the climax. And then when he started singing, I was like, I, I can't do it. I don't know how long this is going to go on. I'll finish this tomorrow. All right, advanced model has made his way into the club. Toby stops in his track, stops singing. Everybody kind of turned around and looks at advanced model here. 
contact dudes, they start, uh, uh, they pull out their fucking pieces and they start flipping over tables to get ready for a fucking fight. All of a sudden, we get some motorcycle goons that burst through the windows of the Apollo 14. Chaos ensues, gentlemen, and these motorcycle motor motorcycle goons start shooting the fucking place up. I mean, it's a tornado of bikes and punches. It's a tornado of, of bikes and kung fu punches. Uh, contact guys, they start to return fire. They all get gunned down by these dudes. Pretty short work. Well, they were pretty shady anyway, so probably good they got killed. I believe in contact. Hey, you gave them some cash, man, you know? They should have got John Lithgow to play that main contact guy. Too expensive. Yeah, but... Too much. You know, if if they'd had a little bit more of a budget, Lithgow in that role. Uh, we got Toby and Malik. They split up and start taking on the goons. Uh, Malik gets his ass kicked by one of them. Toby's jumping around everywhere trying to avoid them. Then all of a sudden, these guys in red jumpsuits just show up out of nowhere and start fighting them. Uh, Toby gets hit by one of the motorcycle goons and and rides it, flips him off of there. We got some sweet uh, big air legs kicks to take out some of the goons. Malik continues to get his ass kicked. Toby takes on two motorcycle goons, breaks one of the legs of the guys, and then uh, kicks the other off of his bike with his fucking leg with the leg kick. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> then the uh, the red jumpsuit goons come in with some fucking machetes. I don't know where the hell they disappeared to. What are, you, are you guys laughing at my plot details here? No. I was just smiling at the... Going along. Yeah, you're good. It just reminded me of like... Uh, if you were like at, outside at recess and s- somebody got to see a movie over the weekend that you didn't. <laughs> it was just kind of like... And then this guy jumps up and he kicks that guy in the face. He's like, no way! Isn't that what our podcast is? I think anytime you are just like anyone describes action, it inherently just kind of sounds like that. <laughs> I said I I can't do it justice. All right, Toby fucks all these guys up. It should be said that the action in this is fucking solid. It's good. Like yeah. it's it's good. Like it it. When you start the movie, I don't think you think you're like ah okay, and then that first scene on the boat, you're like fuck. Okay, they like hired some fucking Hong Kong dudes that knew what the fuck they were doing. So they hired a team of individuals that knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. and that also were all the Power Rangers. Uh, Malik finally takes out these motorcycle goons. Uh, they are one of the goons. He hits them with a fucking I don't even know what the fuck it is. One of the props from. The goddamn Apollo 14. Uh, he meets up with Toby. They try to leave, but then they realize the advanced model's still there. Uh, advanced model kicks both Toby and Malik at the same time. Like he's not to be fucked with, dudes. Uh, Toby tells Malik to leave, that this is his fight. He's like, nah, man, I'm here till the end. Friends till the end, bro. AM, our... Advanced model throws his sunglasses. Toby catches them naturally. 
and but AM uses this to As get right would. up on him and fucking kick his ass, and the fight is on, gentlemen. The, the sound on this is incredible. Like the sound work on the punches, like everything feels like it has weight to it when he's fighting the advanced model. Sounds really good. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good uh, final fight, I think. Uh, Toby gets his nose bloodied here. Uh, he breaks a pool stick, starts to kind of fling it around, and I don't I don't ever think he hits the advanced model, but he kind of the camera shows it come close enough to his nose, and the force of it kind of goes over advanced model's face. We kind of yeah. cut back out. Well, the movie does do a strange, like, it really wants you to look at him break this, like, pool cue in half. And it's like, okay, now he has half of a pool cue. And it's just kind of like, okay, thank you for taking the extra two minutes to make me focus my attention there. But, yeah, it's like it doesn't really pay off in any way. Yeah. So. Well, I think it's back to the glasses thing because the force of that, when they pan out, it the glasses snap in half. So I guess it's just to prove that Toby has fucking strength as well. Uh, we I kept, could, I could break a pool cue, Dan. I mean, yeah, but you can't wave it in front of my face so hard without hitting me that it's going to shatter my, like break yeah. my glasses in two with the force of it. It's kind of almost like a fucking star Wars thing. It's like a shock wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can try, Kron. It's like when Hulk will do like a thunderclap and it rips a building in half. <laughs> Hulk smash. You guys don't know comics. Uh, we cut to Vic and his goons. They show I, up. I thought you were talking about Hulk Hogan. So <laughs> No, he, he just does a <laughs> ripper. Brother. He does a ripper. A ripper? He, Feeling bloated, brother. He rips his friend's wife in half. That's... <laughs> yeah. Don't fill my stomach, brother. A, a Hulk Hogan thunderclap is his balls hitting the inside <laughs> yeah. thigh of his I'm, best I'm friend's wife. Ass. I'm clapping ass, brother. How do you like that low sponge? <laughs> uh, we got Vic and his goons. They show up. They grab Malik. He tosses them down the stairs. Malik and Vic, they start to fight. Uh, we cut back to Toby and the advanced model fighting their hearts out. We get some super punches to the chest. Uh, advanced model spits some blood. We cut back to Vic and Malik fighting over a gun. Uh, we got the dumbass move here of Vic pulling out a fucking whip. Yeah. Like, we didn't. We didn't need this. And even even is mentioned in the film by Malik a fucking whip really. Yeah. Like Vic takes out a. He starts hitting Malik with this whip. They cut back to Toby and the advanced model still fighting. Toby reaches for more strength, starts to pull ahead. Uh, Toby gets into a thunderous ass-kicking combo, and advanced model goes down. We cut to... uh, You like these thunderous ass claps, brother? (laughs) We cut to uh, Lau's lab here. And he informs that he wants the advanced model's vitals to go up because the ladies have informed him that they are going down. 
Yeah. Full throttle. Leon calls for. Professional ripoff here. When she asks, like, which one's to turn on, and he yells, every one. Everything. Uh... Cut back to the advanced model filling the upgrade. He knocks Toby to his ass. Uh, we got advanced model posing. Uh, fucks Toby up pretty good here. Uh, we got Vic. He wraps the whip around Malik's neck and starts choking him. We cut back to the advanced model. He's choking Toby with one hand. Uh, says he doesn't have to kill him, that he can return to Hong Kong. Toby says no. Advanced systems overload. Uh, we got Malik. He finally finds the gun that he's searching for under a little piece of like carpet. He shoots Vic in the leg and pistol whips that motherfucker. Well, he fakes, which I wrote this down. Like I like that he did this. He faked being choked out. Okay. Like he just like sort of goes limp, and Vic thinks like, "Ah, oh, I finally choked him." And then in that pause, he's able to get the gun and shoot him. <laughs> cap his ass and yeah he starts pistol whipping him and that's when he said even says a whip like are you fucking serious uh we got toby he's managed to get on one of the motorcycles and he runs into advanced model and he ride the advanced model rides it all the way to the wall uh we cut to lao's lab total system failure lao opens up another portion of the lab and says we'll simply make uh more and another, it shows a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, another goofy CG shot. Yeah. Uh, we cut back it to looks Malik like, and uh, Babylon Five or Andromeda. Yeah, you know, like one of those like UPN sci-fi shows. Something that was made yeah. in Canada. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh shit. Sorry. Uh, speaking of north CGI, of the CGI, brother. Well, it's, it's, it's not bad CGI. It's just like it's got a Canadian flair to it, oh, you know? Sorry. Sorry. Sorry doesn't okay. look good. Yeah. It's okay. I, it's okay. Canadian crowd, you doing all right? Mm-hmm. A-okay. How's that? How's the, how the roads? How's the, the trucker network doing now? Oh, you you mean uh, no, north of the border? <laughs> North of the border, also in North America. Oh, sorry, I gotta go. My voice is hurting. <laughs> sorry, uh, bye. He calls in, guys. He's an ice road trucker, uh, Canadian cron. There, we love him. Uh, we cut to Malik and Toby here. They're walking out of the club. Vic follows the guys. He now has bombs like attached to himself, and uh, Malik and Toby kind of notice something going on behind him. And they turn around and they automatically grab the detonators and both of them kind of kick Vic and he falls down and uh, they pretty much blow his ass up and they, they're, I think I guess, one of them says, I guess they're, they just assume that the explosion's not going to be greater than eight feet. I think so because one of them says time to blow and they kind of look at each other. Yeah. But- like time to blow. I know that was pretty good. I'm not a bomb then, expert, but I want to get a, as far away from the bomb as possible. You take the detonators, run, and then do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a giant explosion. It blows up the whole fucking Apollo 14. An incredible green screen or projection with them in front. And it's obvious that they are in one place 
it's like it uh, SNL MacGruber sketch, like them <laughs> pretending to run and jump. I would have loved to have been there on set that day. I think they cut over to like a little, uh, you know, like a model of a rocket too, being kind of like <laughs> shaken back and forth. It does look like a firework rocket that comes in one of those $80 kits, mm-hmm. you know? And it itself isn't like a firework. You like open it up and there's a firework inside. You know, it's like a tease. <laughs> Whatever works, man. Uh, a giant explosion occurs. We got Malik and Toby. They run out. They avoid it. Uh, they pretty much just kind of hug each other and pretty much say, let's go to fucking L.A. Uh, and uh, roll the credits, gentlemen. That is... Drive from 1997, directed by Steve Wang. Uh, Malik is like, yeah, let's go. We got a paycheck to collect or something. And Toby says, yeah, and you got a wife and kid to go back to. And Malik's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. That shit. Yeah. We're riding high off of a motorcycle karate and explosions like he doesn't want to hear about his wife and kids right now he should have also just said uh and your songwriting career oh yeah that's right he's working just, on it. let's bring them all back all the forgotten things from this movie but yeah gentlemen that was drive from 1997 um do we got final thoughts or do we want to just roll into a America's favorite game. I mean, I do have some other little facts. There wasn't much about this film out there. So. I'll take some trivia. You did the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it came out on August 6th of 97 in the Philippines. It was direct to <laughs> what the video. Fuck? Another, another Philippines premiere? <laughs> Damn, dude. Another direct to video action flick. Um,. There is a really good article about this movie on Synops. If you look it up, he kind of goes into some of the more details about what was going on. Uh, Mr. Wang had $3.5 million to do this. So I think that's kind of impressive, actually. Can you imagine what Albert Payune would have got with $3.5 million? <laughs> We had a 2001 of Space Odyssey. Fuck yeah, dude. At least three more Nemesis movies that he <laughs> could have knocked out. Four, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the team that they hired is um, a very famous kung fu guy. And yeah, they were, at the time, they were all the Power Rangers. So they would be the guys that dressed up in the suits are they all the guys that choreographed the fighting and all that through this? So it was a pretty big deal for them to come in and do that. But like I said, just buried with, I guess, I don't think Rush Hour really buried it. I mean, Rush Hour did come out the next year, but I'd say this was first, right? Well, this one might have been Phantom this of one the Paradise. Been bigger in the Philippines, mm-hmm. so. Did you, there were times watching this movie where I, was, I thought, what is this rated? Because it's, it could have been a PG-13. 
I think, think Tubi had it in R. Yeah, it's R because Malik is cusses a lot, but you don't what? need it. There's no think, sex. Like I think you got the swearing in. There's like a few pretty violent, like the guy's arm gets chainsawed off. Yeah, like, but I think, yeah. okay, but if you, so I, I almost, I'm impressed by the decision to say like, no, I need the arm getting cut off by the chainsaw and I need the coin going through. Like you could have cut this in a way where it was just a generic PG-13 and it probably, I, I don't know if that would have helped it at all, but. It's definitely easy enough to cut and put it on TV. Yeah. I mean, once you, I wonder what the, the MPAA is like, well, once I know that that's an enhanced human, like <laughs> you can just beat the shit out of it, you know? Like, it's not real. Yeah. Who cares? But yeah, I mean that's that's really it. Um, I know this when they turned it in, they really didn't care about it too much. Uh, they cut about twenty minutes out to get it down to shave it down to ninety six minutes, I think. And um, I guess there's a few scenes. I think he mentions that he has a brother. Toby does. And they both sang karaoke. Um, there's a scene where Malik kind of gets a little jealous. Whenever they just cut out more karaoke yeah, stuff. I would have yeah, that part too. It was kind of just some really like random scenes. And there's, I guess there's more of a backstory for Toby on why he went to LA when he joined or after the red Chinese thing. I guess they cut that out as well. But there is a director's cut. Some of the ones out there are the director's cut. This is the Americanized version that they cut, so that we watched. I want that Philippine version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me that Philippines director's cut. I want an unhinged, yeah. just sopping wet Brittany Murphy. Mm-hmm. Give me a courtesy tip. <laughs> yeah, you mean she's like going around a. Uh, Beating people to death with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Killing people with spoons and like at pancake therapy. Dan, I'd like to nominate that we play Rate My Letterbox. Gentlemen, I think we should leave it up to Karan. Should we play Rate My Letterbox? Uh, yeah, let's play it right now. <laughs> All right. Rate My Box. Rate me uh, it's a tough one. I mean, this movie's got some highs and some lows to it. Uh, altogether, I think I'm I'm going to say Dan a three. I'm just going to give you both a three. How about that? Also tough. Uh... I'm going to give you both a 2.5. All right. Kron, I'm going with a 3. Bones, I'm going with a 3.5. 
All right, guys. Uh, oh, wait, hold on, Karan. The letterbox user rating at the time of our review for Drive is a 3.6. I think I would be a 3 on this. Um, I thought this movie had quite a bit of, I don't know, just entertaining kind of off-the-wall stuff that you don't see in a ton of movies. Um, Like... A lot of weird character choices. I guess I just kind of mean like there's enough in the actual plot of this that kept me interested. Um, And then the action is pretty solid all around. Like, yeah, you do get some bad uh, CGI kind of stuff. And I think, honestly, the biggest ding to this movie is uh, it just kind of has that look of like a mid-90s... I don't know, episode of Xena or something like, yeah. I don't know if it's the camera that was used or like, um, you know, I'm not sure what gives it that appearance, but that's exactly what it looked like to me. Um, so it's got some stuff where it's, it's pretty rough around the edges, but, uh, the stuff that I liked is awesome. You know, <laughs> like it's an entertaining movie. It's a fun watch. Um, so yeah, three. I'm gonna echo a lot of what Kron said. There's, it's funny the that '90s aesthetic does warm me though. There's something about that that I'm like, oh, this this feels right. Um, with that look, the action in this is really good. Dan, you talking about there being an extended uh, cut, or you know that this is a chopped down version that definitely answers a lot of questions I have. I feel like if you rewrote this to be 90 minutes, you could probably make it a lot cleaner. Um, yeah, on second watch, there was a like, like you said, Kron, like the highs were high when it when it when it leans into the weirdness, it's good. And then you've got awkward karaoke and an unnecessary like wife thing and all of this stuff that sort of just knock it down so i too am a three all right gentlemen i watched this movie three times um blew by each time i really didn't notice it you know what i mean uh, I mean, you guys have said it. the 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 fucking action is good. The fighting is well choreographed. Um, said some of the dialogue and the acting. Eh, you know, direct to video. Uh, this is a this is a three for me as well. Fuck, pretty good. I didn't like I said I didn't mind it. It was way better than what I thought it was. Whenever I came across it so but i liked it i mean this i when i picked full throttle i had visions of great hong kong like that was awesome and it shit the bed and i think drive kind of makes up for that i mean it's what i wanted full throttle to be so it's not all the way there, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get a five-star fucking kung fu movie in here. Don't worry. Three for me, gentlemen. 
All right, guys. Uh, Drive would have a score from us of a perfect three. We each gave it that. Um, this would come in right now at number 27 on the big list. It would be right below Hollow Man at number 26, which also has a three. And it would also be above Hostage at number 28. Uh. So we really just need to decide... Between Hollow Man and Drive. This is only going to get harder. While you guys are thinking about that, I do... I've obviously got a target on my back now for the Rate My Letterbox score. I feel like, oh, this game, this round, I'm going to shit the bed. You know? Like, I've done pretty well so far. So there's a lot of pressure. I don't really care. But what I stressed over was like, where is this going to fall? And I shit you not, I was obsessed with full contact up the list to Hollow Man. Like that was the thing I was trying to figure out. Like where would you guys fall? And I kept thinking like, I think you're both about a three. And throughout this episode, it sounded like, eh, it's like sort of just dipping. It's dipping, it's dipping. So it's going to be interesting to me what you guys say as a tiebreaker. Now, this is nowhere near Hollow Man or Hostage. Like, I'm going to give it the three, but I'm definitely going to say that it's below those two. Dan, I believe you gave Hollow Man a 2.5. I did. Yeah, I mean, I would pick Hollow Man in this decision. I think I'm going to go drive. I mean, let yeah, the record show drive. it, but I mean, you, you were outvoted. I mean, so, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Goddamn Kevin Bacon's dick. All right. So that Beats ends me up out again. Hollow Man at 26, Drive at 27, Hostage at 28. How the fuck? What did I give hostage? Higher than hostage. You gave hostage a three. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 2.5 for me, three for you, Bones 3.5. This one has a three across the board. Yeah. We got a rewind show. We'll see. Scores? Ah, rate my letterbox scores. Kron, congrats. You scored a two. Dan, you, you went skiing right there in the middle with a 1.5, and I just sucked up the ass into that thing with a one. All right. After our second movie, scores would be me in the lead with a 3.5. Rigged. Uh, Bones and Laundry Dan tied at a 2.5. All right. All right. Still plenty of time to make it up, guys. So we're just getting started, folks. Well, 
Gentlemen, any final thoughts on Drive from 1997 here, directed by Mr. Steve Wang? Yeah, uh, pull it up on Tubi and watch it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad flick. Did you guys, every time they said Toby Wong, uh, think of the opening scene in Reservoir Dogs (laughs) at the diner? I I didn't even think about that. I can tell you what I... Toby? Toby Wong? Tommy I'd Chong, say Toby, fucking Charlie Toby, Chan. Toby's like one of the worst names for a main character. What it made me think of was, uh, I think on there's an episode of Seinfeld where there's a, it might be someone in Elaine's office, but she's like, Toby, Toby, good to meet you. Like her yeah. voice is real crazy. Hi, Toby. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Is it the lady who thinks she's dirty? The woman who's like, He's like the germaphobe. No. Okay. Uh, it's an earlier season than that. Because okay. that isn't that that lady's like she doesn't want to be around Elaine. Yeah, she thinks she's like a dirty slut. Yeah. No, that's a different one. Uh, Toby's like a. I think she's like a red-haired lady. Um, but I know she just has like a crazy voice like that. No, it's Walter. That's the name that the lady says. Oh, thanks, Walter. And like takes a chug <laughs> off of the guy's bottle oh, yeah. of water. Yeah. And Elaine's like, why would you drink from him but not me? Yeah. That's the uh, garbage disposal in the shower episode. This is <laughs> yeah, Toby from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we get down that rabbit hole. That's my, that's my here, final gentlemen. thought. <laughs> Uh, that was Drive from 1997, directed by Steve Wang. Like Kron said, it's on Tubi. Get out there and watch it. Uh, I mean, I mean, you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to be entertained. If you like action, watch it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but as it goes, we move on to the third and final pick in our new category here called High Octane Pulse Pounding Thrill Ride. And uh, Mr. Cron Howard is up next. With that, we are going to get all nice and clean. And we'll meet you back here for the after shower show. And uh, as always, from me to you, thanks for all the support. And uh, be sure to crash and burn out there. Go fucking iceberg. Buddies forever. everybody to five day rentals this is the after shower segment of the podcast dan just took us through drive from 1997 directed by nicholas winding refn real good film a little slow uh 
you know? <laughs> Shitty music. Opening's good. Mm-hmm. The part in the elevator, too, that's a good scene. Elevator's where good. he, like, stomps that guy's face in. The, the best part of the movie is Albert Brooks. We watched Old Boy. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time to pick the third and final movie for uh, pulse-pounding action-packed thrill ride. Sure. High-octane. High-octane pulse-pounding thrill ride. All right. Say it so with a little thing... bit more gravitas. High-octane pulse-pounding thrill ride. High-octane pulse-pounding thrill ride. Go, Dan. All right. Play gore! You got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was looking at stuff for this. Uh, the the things that I remembered were sci-fi action and keep it around 90 minutes. <laughs> Those were the criteria as I understood them. And I got to say, guys, I mean, the first movie we watched for this was Nemesis. And an actor named Tim Thomerson showed up. And then, guys, for a whole separate thing we're preparing for... I watched a movie called Near Dark, and you know who shows up? Tim Thomerson. The guy just keeps popping up. He's reminding me about how good he is in a movie that I really like. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, guys, for the third and final selection, we're going to be watching Trancers. It's from 1984. It's directed by Charles Band. Uh, You know, (laughs) you said... Make it around 90 minutes. I hope you're not too mad that I missed the mark because this one's coming in at 77 (laughs) minutes. It's lean. It's mean. Oh, yeah. It gets in. It gets out. Uh, I think the first movie we're covering from Full Moon Features, which uh, I'm hoping this will not be our last. I don't know how we got 58 episodes in and we didn't cover anything from Full Moon. Really? Okay. I, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, okay. But we're about we're, to be get, we're guys, getting. We're, uh, we're getting the beef in the front of this because, guys, if we continue this for years on end, there it's gonna get shitty. <laughs> oh man! Uh, much much like Nemesis, I think this thing's got about uh, four sequels to it. Maybe five at this point. I'm not sure. Uh, but this is a great one. Fun sci-fi. Tim Thomerson just eating every piece of scenery in oh, this man. thing. You just won the category, bro. <laughs> hey, let's not jump to conclusions here. Have you seen this, Dan? Uh, pieces. You guys did a marathon, didn't you, of all of them? Uh, pretty sure me and Danny did at least parts one through four as part of a cinema jihad. So, yeah, we watched a good a good lot of them all in one day. We got to get a Tubi sponsorship for this fucking show, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is available on Tubi, so check it out. I saw that part five was on there. I don't know if I've seen part five, but... If we didn't have a guest hosting spot on a podcast, I'd probably watch that one too. I always knew that Cron Howard would bring this movie to this podcast eventually. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, there are some that, you know, I already got black roses on here, so I'm just checking them off a list, dude. We got, what, Rocktober Blood? You know, I will say I was looking at the episodes the other day and we did cover I, the jury, and it only has like nine fucking downloads. And that's, that's crazy. Has somebody really not heard of that film? Guess not. I hadn't until we watched it for (laughs) Cinema Jihad. So that's crazy. Dan, put that, uh, Nine downloads of our total numbers a pretty big percentage. So for us, yes. Cats out of the I bag. I appreciate that. We ain't doing too well, buddy. There's too many podcasts and we're making it worse. I mean no, they can't we'll rise above all they can't all others. be uh, uh fan favorites like Pinocchio's Revenge, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, or, speaking of, of guesting, Kron, uh, I don't want to identify the podcast because they might change their mind <laughs> day up and say uh we're not dealing with that but yeah the, the boys have been drafted for a for a podcast we'll let you know when that's available and uh also the the episode of a sound idea with dustin kreft that i did is available check that out and uh oh dan you alluded to like we'll be involved in this indie podcast challenge thing we'll probably lose first round um we're gonna win it all but we'll see we'll see we gotta if get they actually take the time to listen we'd win it all if we don't win i'm going to make a molotov cocktail and chuck it through a window <laughs> Your a, own? a window yeah. <laughs> through one of their windows <laughs> I'm following you in traffic. I'm hitting your bumper, and I'm gonna bash your brains in with a claw hammer. God damn! It's going gonna full, fucking happen. Going full unhinged over here. I'm full tilt, dude. I don't <laughs> give a shit anymore. You want to have a podcast war? Fine. Bring it on. Yeah, but uh, don't bring a microphone to a fucking Molotov cocktail fight, idiot. Crunt. <laughs> we've talked about it off pod. You might fuck it. You're right. Let's go to fucking podcast war. Mm-hmm. That's you know what? Uh East Coast versus West Coast did a shit ton for the rap game. It's time fucking podcast wars happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Who are we going yeah, let's f- make it uh, let's go after let's- Conan? Do we go after yeah. Conan first? Yeah, watch your shit, O'Brien. <laughs> I'm going after Mark Marin. Yeah, we got to take some of these top dogs down. I mean, let's uh, hey, what's rebalance your deal? the scales. <laughs> yeah. Should have locked the gate, Marin. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, let's go train. Okay. Yeah, that Make sounds good. Make some Molotovs. Uh, We're going to yeah. go see train. Japs of Jupiter in a hey, 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 hey. Until then, crash and burn. <laughs> Crash and burn. Tell me, did the wind sweep you off your feet? Did you dance across the Milky Way and find out that we have a really good friend, Danny, that's gay? Hey.
crash and burn.